0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.
1: Radio. Well, the Brogans are synonymous with Dublin senior football success, but now two of them have swapped results on the pitch for generating results within organisational teams. James Brogan is the CEO of team experience platform Pep Talk. And he joins us now to discuss how both he and his cousin Bernard have joined forces to create a business that already has a presence in the US market. James, we'll be discussing the success that your business pep talk is enjoying on both sides of the Atlantic. But first, we'd like to hear about your triumphs with the Dublin senior football teams.
0: Thanks, Carl. Yeah, listen, I suppose I, I haven't had quite as illustrious career as Alan and Bernard. And obviously, Paul would have played for a couple of years as well. But I was lucky enough to be involved from... Two thousand and ten to twelve, uh, was involved in twenty eleven obviously in terms of that breakthrough year. I was looking to play a very small part in that, but, but I did see it, I guess, at ground level and, and saw the importance, I suppose, of of culture behaviours to, to success. And and I think that was something that Dublin really went after and became very, very strong on and in the in the in the latter years under Jim. I think a lot of people commented on the the culture of the team and that kind of sense of camaraderie and cohesion and connection that that team had. And certainly some of that was very, very um, inspirational and educational, I guess, for me in terms of what we're trying to do now with Pep Talk.
1: So Pep Talk was co-founded by yourself and your cousin, Bernard Brogan. So why did you decide to join forces on this venture and what skills does Bernard bring to the table?
0: Yeah, so I suppose myself and Bernard um have been in business prior to Pep Talk we, we, we ran a, a marketing and PR company called Legacy, which which is still I suppose going pretty well. It's it's based in Dublin. We, we've we've twenty two, staff there. So probably as as kind of obviously we've we've known each other all our lives in terms of getting into business together. It's nearly ten years now and certainly Bernard brings um a ton to the table. You know, he's He's really strong interpersonal skills. He's able to, he's a glass half full type person, you know, and I think in business, that's very, very important. It's very important to have people to go on the journey with for me. So getting into business with Bernard was as much about um, acknowledging that doing anything by yourself is tough. And I, and I enjoy doing things with other people. I think that's something that I probably took out of team sports. So I think business, as I say, it, it's about a team of people going after something together. So, I really liked the idea of doing something with him, and I did, I was a solicitor. Bernard was an accountant. We, we both probably felt or had that entrepreneurial kind of itch to scratch, let's say. And, and right now, I love the. Uh, I actually like the, the complexity of us. So I like the energy and the uncertainty in some ways that, that business can bring the, the ups and the downs, I suppose. And it very much is as a as a roller coaster you're on. But I think that's the exciting piece, you know. Uh, no, no day is. It's quite, quite quite the same, and I think myself and Bernard very much share that we we share a DNA about kind of pushing ourselves to get better, pushing ourselves on to the next thing.
1: And how useful have your own profiles been with regard to building this business, and how have you gone about leveraging that?
0: Yeah, well, I'd I'd love to think that my profile was uh, was anything more than just I obviously I have a second name that's recognisable, but yeah, listen, Bernard's. And and obviously Alan, but certainly Bernard, who I've got to work with, I think, I think it's, listen, I'd be, you know, we, we're, we're conscious that he has a profile and uh, we're conscious that that does provide us with the opportunity to get in front of people. And I think Bernard has, has, has done a very good job over time in in understanding the value of that, and and in in working with different companies over the years, in understanding the value he can bring, but also I think what he can learn from them in terms of how they interact with customers. So I think even while he was playing, he was acutely aware of, you know, I suppose the commercial side of sport and the learnings he could take from that. But but I do think Carl, at the end of the day, you know, you have to you have to deliver as well, and I think Burner be the first to acknowledge that. Uh, you know, it, you know, does it get us in front of people? It does. Is the profile brilliant? Yes. But it's really you have to deliver on the other side to kind of to back up what you're doing. And I think that's always been obviously the most important part for us is is delivering on on what we're doing and delivering on the commitments we're making when we're meeting people. So I, I think um, you know that's really what we want the company to stand on its own two feet in terms of what it's delivering globally, and we're lucky enough to work with big global customers like paypal you know uh global payments verizon so at the end of the day you know the reason we're working with them is not necessarily because of bernard we're working with them because of the the technology we've built the great team we have in pep talk and what they're doing day to day and ultimately that's what's going to see us succeed is the, the team of people we have around us
1: james provide us with an insight into pep talk what services do you provide
0: yeah, so, I mean, the core service that PepTalk provides is a technology product, as I say. We 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 talk about this idea of team experience, Carl. So this really is this idea of, you know, in the new world of work, how do we bring teams and leaders together? You know, how do we make it easy for them to build habits and behavior? So probably right now amongst your listeners and maybe companies that are running maybe surveys once a quarter, once a year, but the big challenge with surveys is it's very hard to intervene. It's, it's very hard to actually act on the data so what pep talk has done with our with our our product is we really zone in on you know what are those experiences like from within the team we get some feedback then and then we quickly get into action mode and the system for example you know if if the if the team is feeling a little bit disconnected, if burnout is an issue, our system will actually generate some intervention so here's some content to consume here's some suggestions for your manager to go off and have a have a have a conversation potentially with the team as to why certain things are happening so I think pep talk's real real u s p is our ability to kind of Turn those insights that we take from the team into actions, and then quickly build what we, you know, momentum in the organization. And I think culture is ultimately just behaviours and habits that are happening every week, every day, every hour. But I think organizations are now having to be very intentional about what they do with their people uh, because it, it, you know, the world has changed over the last couple of years. So that's our role, really, Carl. You know, enabling. Sort of simple habits and behaviours to happen uh, on a monthly basis in the organisation. Talk
1: to us about the science behind the
0: platform. Yeah, so I suppose we've been lucky enough to work with a number of... Nilo Carroll is, I suppose, our lead psychologist in the company. Myself and Vernon, obviously, aren't coming from a psychology background. Our experience of teams and culture has really been more, you know, hands-on, on on the ground and and experience it day to day. So we've worked with both academics, both here in Ireland, and and lucky enough to actually work with some in the States as well. So, as I say, the the different elements and characteristics and behaviours that we're looking to encourage, that ultimately is going to be... Uh, a, re- a product of the type of people we work with Carl so whether it's wellness, whether it's sleep, whether it's team dynamics we go out into the into the global ex- expertise and academia and find partners that can work with us to design pathways and action programmes that the, the employees then can consume uh, on demand within our software. James,
1: platforms like this are expensive to build so talk to us about how you funded the business to date.
0: They certainly require a level of investment to get them up in the way. And we were lucky enough, I suppose, in the early st- stages uh, to get some support from some angel investors. Uh, Enterprise Ireland have also been a great backer of ours. And over the last couple of years, we've, we've raised um, some money from 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 here in, Ar- from, from in Ireland, um, from the UK. And most recently, we've raised €3 million Euro from primarily from a um, Venture Wave is the name of the company. So they're a VC that are based in Ireland but offices also in the US. So that was a big attraction for us. So yeah, I mean listen, that a technology company with our ambition does require an element of investment to make it to make it happen and bring it to life. But ultimately now we're at a point where a lot of we're trying to realise that vision, Carl, and, and bring, bring this product to the US. And, and that's where our technology, in terms of its ability to scale, becomes very, very important. Uh, so we do feel that the investment we've weighed, and now with the backing of a, of a venture capital firm, that, we're, that are very much aligned to what we're trying to do. Um, it's a very exciting time for us.
1: And the business design growth in the US right now, and you felt it was imperative to have boots on the ground. So you've practically relocated now to New York, haven't you?
0: Yeah, in the process of, I think um, if there's one thing in talking to other entrepreneurs that have been on this journey, in, into the U.S. I don't think you can. I don't think you can do it in half measures. Um, I think you need to come. I think you need to understand the nuances of the culture here because it is different. Um, I think you need to, as you say, be on the ground, both from a you know from a business development perspective. We're lucky enough, as I touched on, to have some customers here as well that I've been spending a lot of time with. I, my family will be will be joining me over the next number of months as well. So. Yeah, from a company perspective, there's a journey we're going on. Personally speaking, obviously, moving to a different country, is going to come with its own kind of challenges. And, and that's going to be an adventure as well. But but I think um, that's exciting as well. But I think coming here, spending time here and, and building the business on the ground here is, is key. And, you know, I just think it was the right time, Carl, for us to do that.
1: So how are you going to build a business in the U.S.?
0: I'm probably planting the flag, and I'm the first here, but as a, and then my, there's a couple of different strategies then. So one is expansion into existing crowds. So as I touched on with some existing customers here that there's room to grow into. So that's going to be the first focus. Second, then, there will be you know our, our, our new business. And obviously, as I say, I'm kind of basing myself around the New York region, so we certainly will be focusing a lot on companies there. Uh, in terms of our hiring, we will be looking to hire. So already on the lookout for some sales, some sales um, hires on the ground here, and that's been something that you know has been a focus. to Sort of sort of get into different communities and start talking to different networks about the type of uh, you know hiring and recruiting over here and the do's and don'ts, I suppose. So I would imagine over the next sort of 12 months we'll be hiring, um, you know, upwards of 10 or 15 people between here and, and probably a few more at our headquarters in dublin as well so you do need to 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 invest in a, in a in a country like this to grow but at the same time you know we're very keen to do that in a very focused and thoughtful way um and, and making sure that we're 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 building in a, in a manner that's sustainable uh and it's going to work for for everyone in the company and all the different stakeholders
1: James, have you considered integrating this system with a larger, let's say, workforce management system as a potential route to market?
0: Yeah, listen, I suppose that's the piece I haven't touched on in terms of our go-to-market here. I I touched on expansion, I touched on direct, but it's a great call, Carl. You know, indirect channels and strategic partnerships and alliances is is something that I think is, is, is key. I think it's a key part of how you can kind of grow into the US. As you say, there's established companies here who will no doubt and already express some interest in in terms of our product and how it can complement what they're already doing. So um, I think for companies of our scale to try and kind of accelerate our growth, lining ourselves up against the right type of strategic partners and and being able to benefit from their one their knowledge of the markets, two obviously they're likely to maybe have an increased number of, of people and sales and marketing resources that we may not have to that same degree. So there's there's a ton of benefits I think you can get from from getting with the right partner. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, certainly that would be something that hopefully in a year's time we'll have a number of them um, implemented and up and away and integrated, as you say, into their ecosystem. And hopefully that'll be another interesting and, and really strong kind of revenue stream for us. Well, if you've just
1: tuned in, that was James Brogan, the CEO and co founder of Pep Talk, and we wish the team every success as they seek growth stateside. After the break, Thomas and Sorsha Kenny from KNK Windows reveals the secret to the success of this multi million euro Wexford business. We'll be right back. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.
0: Southeast.